0: Have you seen our electrolyte options at the clinic? My favorite is Element or Element E. It's an electrolyte powder drink mix with everything you need and nothing you don't. It's free of gluten, sugar, dodgy ingredients, is keto and paleo friendly and tastes delicious. I personally sweat a lot and have suffered with low blood pressure and these electrolyte packets are just what I need on a hot day or with a heavy workout. Even if you don't work out, you might be drinking dead water and if so, you need to replace your electrolytes and Element is a great option for that. My favorite flavors are the citrus, orange and raspberry salt. Grab a single sample packet at the clinic or receive a free bonus sample pack of six flavors using our link with any purchase. In my opinion, this is the best electrolyte drink ever. I'll post this link in the show notes.
1: If you learn to manipulate breathing, you learn to manipulate your body. The better we treat our body, the better our skin's going to look.
0: Welcome to the Your Longevity Blueprint Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Stephanie Gray. My number one goal with the show is to help you discover your personalized plan to build your dream health and live a longer, happier, truly healthier life. Today, you get to hear from Amitai Eshel, who's the co founder and CEO of Young Who Skincare. I divided this into a two part series. In part one, he shares how skin aging drives whole body aging and shares strategies to reduce our skin's functional biological age. He shares why he started this company and how these products truly repair skin damage and incorporate peptides for more youthful function in the skin. He starts sharing about their serums, which activate genes that help the longevity of your skin. Now, in part two, he'll talk more specifically about treating wrinkles, tackling hyperpigmentation, product uses, his skincare regimen, and how important safe sunscreen is. Let's get started. Welcome to another episode of the Your Longevity Blueprint Podcast. Today, my guest is Amitai Eschel, who is an entrepreneur in the biohacking and beauty fields. He has held executive roles in the health, wellness, and beauty industry for over a decade as well as being a business development consultant in that space. As co-founder and CEO of Young Goose, the biohacking skincare company, and host of the Young Goose's Biohacking Beauty Podcast, Amitai has been making waves in the industry through education and innovation. Young Goose embodies his two passions, performance optimization and skin health, who's pro- with products that boost the functions of natural rejuvenation processes in the body. Welcome to the show, Amitai.
1: Thank you so much. Uh, the first person to ever say my name correctly, so it gives you a lot of credit. <laughs> That's harder than medical school.
0: I only said it correctly once, but I will try yeah. <laughs> to pronounce it correctly the rest of the show. That's <laughs> thank great. You, thank you for being here.
1: Absolutely. It's absolutely my, my pleasure.
0: So for listeners who follow me on social media, they know that I was very excited to announce that my practice, the Integrative Health and Hormone Clinic, was really the first clinic here in Iowa to be able to retail your products, these amazing products. And I learned about them from actually some of my past podcast guests who are biohackers. You know, they're in that industry. Who love their products. So for my listeners, you know, Nathalie Nidham, Sean Wells, and I even saw recently Amy Horniman was, you know, uh, advocating for your products. So I know that will sound familiar to listeners. So additionally, you've trained our staff on these products. And I thought, well, what better way to educate my patients and listeners on their benefits than bringing on the expert and the creator? So today I want to dive into the products, but first I want to dive into how we really can reduce skin aging. So let's start with that. And I always like to ask my guests their story. So you know, kind of tell me the story behind the story, kind of what led you to starting your company before we really get into how to biohack our skin.
1: I think most people that look in, into health and wellness come from a from a point of, like from a low point, they had some... Um, some history of, of some something, some event that, that led them down that path. And for me, it's more of a nerdy path, to be honest. It's more about being really interested in uh, how to optimize my, my performance, rather, not kind of running away from pain, rather going towards pleasure, If to, to use uh, some Tony Robbins um, uh, anecdotes here. I started my, my first career was in the military. I was uh, in Israeli Special Forces, head of uh, recon for a special forces unit in Israel. And when I got out of the military, obviously, that's a lot of wear and tear in the body. But I wanted to continue to redline my body. I'm, 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 a, I'm very interested in, in, uh, in sports and, and contact sports, wrestling, jujitsu, whatever that is. And obviously, a lot of injuries in the military, some wear and tear. I really wanted to perform my best. So, so that was one kind of introduction into wellness, um, You know, treating your body a certain way. Uh, some would say like a temple. That's one aspect. The other aspect is I got into this uh, one of these the really early on red light therapy companies. It was a, actually a laser, and the, our project was really to make a consumer product out of it. What I realized is that you take this medical laser, and you, you know you make uh, you make a panel out of it, and, and you're trying to explain to people that it can reduce pain, that it can improve performance, blah blah blah, and the sales weren't going that great to be frank. But then when some discoveries and how it can improve skin health came out and we started to, to use this rhetoric, we found out that a, a lot of people, that's where they want to see a difference in their health journey and their life. And that was kind of a eureka moment for me as far as me understanding that where my ego is, lies, as, if we would, is how my body performs. But for a lot of other people, it could be how their skin performs. How their mirror performs for that matter, how, how they look when they look in the mirror, or today it's when they, uh, post something on Instagram or whatever that is, right? TikTok, whatever. But really it, it, everyone identifies with their identifies success as far as their health journey in a different way. That's kind of the two ways that I got introduced into biohacking, health optimization, whatever that is, whatever you would like to call that. Along the journey, I fell in love with NAD, fell in love with NADIVs. understood that this is something that is very costly. And we tried to find a way to make it cheaper for people. So we tried to get it to, to make an, a transdermal application of NAD precursors. Unfortunately or fortunately, we found out that the skin really likes it. You give the skin NAD, even if it's small enough to absorb and, and, and in, in, the, in the correct uh, makeup to absorb. The skin keeps it. (laughs) It doesn't want to share. So we made lemonade out of lemons and, um, we made a skincare product to, uh, and I'm sure we're going to get into it. But what we found out is that we can have the skin behave significantly younger. Unfortunately, unless you have an underlying condition, unless you are, unless there's something going on that the skin is engaged in, in, in addressing, The skin doesn't know a wrinkle is a problem or a pigmented area is a problem or uh, laxity is a problem. And we can go on and on. It it doesn't know that. There's no signal that says, hey, please repair this. So uh, the second phase of the company, if you would, was looking at signals, was improving signals. How do we communicate to the body that we need it to repair, fill in the blank, whatever that is, right? Right. That's kind of the journey of, of me and young goose and a nutshell. And, and I've had some other, other projects within the biohacking space during that time within the longevity space. We consult a lot. We develop different process, pro- uh, processes, projects for, for different people. But this is our, our baby mine and, and my partner Anastasia, which, which is really the, uh, heart and soul of, of this company
0: well, part of me wants to go off on a big tangent and ask about your experience with um, being in the israeli special forces and kind of like if there were any special secrets that that you were taught to help improve performance but i feel like that could be a whole another show
1: <laughs> yeah so um, uh, I'll, I'll just say mainly yeah. breathing i i think yeah. um you know during stressful situations civilian whatever that is yeah we realize that Breathing is one of the things that changes our state the most, you know, really to, to make sure that we that we don't get go on a completely different uh, discussion here. What I would say is, is that if you learn to manipulate breathing, you learn to manipulate your body, whether for better or for worse. Um, and I think this is a huge part of I think there's a difference between like how you feel right now and longevity. And so a lot of times they don't actually connect. But I think this is a good way to improve both.
0: Thank you. Yeah, we'll leave it at that and go go back to skin aging. So how does skin aging drive whole body aging?
1: Uh, that's an incredible question. Uh, because normally what we, we're used to think of is that the better we treat our body, the better our skin looks. It, it is true to a point. What I would say to that specific subject before I go to the, the 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 mirror side of it, which is which is how the skin affects whole body aging, I would say is as we grow older, especially women after menopause, but as we grow older as a whole, the skin becomes less and less a an organ that communicates sexual maturity, vitality, etc. And it becomes more and more a an organ that protects the body from the environment. It becomes more of more a shield that is being that is being um sacrificed in order to protect our body rather than an organ that is supposed to tell the environment, hey, I am at my peak and I am um and I'm a valuable member of society. I'm, I'm, I'm a youthful, vibrant. Individual and I think that there is something there, as far as why we want to look, why we want our skin to look good as we grow older, because that is really the communication method for, hey, I'm a productive member of this of this society. Having said that, looking at the opposite side of it, looking at how what happens in our skin as we grow older, and I'm sure we're going to go back to it when we talk about NAD and and senolytics. But what happens is that lack of ability to repair leads to a lot of waste, debris, and especially cells that are malfunctioning. Chief among them, cells that are called senescent cells, which you can think of them as zombie cells are are normally what people call them. And that's very apt because they don't contribute, they infect other cells, and they are basically in a state that's between living and dead. But we can really think of them as malfunctioning cells. And these cells create a lot of inflammation. This inflammation obviously is bad. Okay, we can talk about why inflammation is bad. But really, inflammation is a driver of aging. It's called inflammaging, And this is one of the major culprits of why our body ages. But as I said before, the skin is a communication organ, not only towards the outside, but also towards the inside. If you think of it, this is what stands between your body and the environment so a lot of the environmental cues that our brain receives it it is received through our skin to give a short example that's maybe not connected to what we're saying studies show that if you put on an eye mask you won't be able to see any light at all but you go to sleep in a in a lit room your sleep is going to be disturbed because your body receives your skin receives some of that light and obviously, you know, your skin creates hormones, creates vitamin D3. There are many things that we can talk about the skin and its ability to communicate to the brain. But it's kind of a, to use a military term, it's kind of a term, it's kind of the tip of the spear, as far as your brain is concerned.
0: Yeah.
1: That is called the skin-brain axis. As I haven't older, heard that
0: one. I haven't heard yeah. the skin-brain axis. Okay. So it,
1: Your skin communicates directly with the HPA axis hypothalamic pituitary axis and the HPA axis is uh, responsible for stress response in the body and when we grow older and we accumulate those senescent cells that create a lot of inflammation they actually send inflammation i'm using heuristics here but they send inflammation to the brain they also infect different cells like you know cells that come in contact with them such as immune cells blood vessels etc but they Infect the brain with inflammation. Infect the HPA axis, the HPA, excuse me, with inflammation, which then communicates stress to the body. Elevates cortisol. Obviously, when the brain is inflamed, you'll be right to assume that the rest of your body, the inflammatory burden in the rest of the the body grows. So, by having an older functioning skin. We are not, you know, a lot of people say, maybe rightfully so, it's not a saying that I, that I would battle against necessarily. I earned my wrinkle. That's fine. If you have, that's, that's not necessarily a bad thing, but earning senescent cells is definitely bad. Earning malfunctioning cells are definitely bad because you are earning inflammation and that inflammation obviously communicates to your brain and that inflammation ages you. It creates brain fog, creates a different hormonal response, which is negative, uh, which, which is kind of a self-feeding loop because more inflammation begets more senescent cells, etc. Well said. And now you go to a, a, an hour and a half lecture in, in five minutes.
0: So what are some, given all of what you said, right, which we don't want to have happen, we don't want our skin mm-hmm. to age, we don't want that inflammation, what are strategies to reduce our skin's functional or biologic age? So first
1: of all, I, you know, and I'm going to go back to that, that saying that the better we treat our body, the better our skin's going to look. Most people wouldn't don't know that around only around 20% of skin aging is what we call intrinsic aging, aging that happens from the inside. 80% around, obviously it's individual, but in, in Western society, 80% of aging is from, from external factors, extrinsic aging. So it could be pollution, it could be um, toxins, it can be um, uh, heavy metals, it could be obviously UV light and blue light that we get from artificial light, which is called high energy visible light. All of those things drive skin aging, and they're normally in Western societies about eighty percent of what skin aging is, so first and foremost, prevention. Uh, an ounce of prevention is... What did, What do they say? An ounce of prevention is like a, a pound, pound of, of cure.
0: cure or something. Yeah. 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 So yeah. that's number
1: one. Uh, definitely uh, protect our skin. And we can do it in a few ways. We can obviously do it through natural or non-chemical sunblock and uh, some peptides that can help with us protecting our skin. And we can also do it with antioxidants in our products and also from the inside. But in general... Studies show that we can double the effectiveness of an of a sunblock if we add antioxidants to it. Just to give you an idea.
0: Wow! So, does your sunblock have antioxidants in it?
1: <laughs> Not only antioxidants, it's also very very interesting peptides that we use to help the skin repair its cellular membrane like super fast before that damage accumulates. It's actually extremely interesting, and that's why people like you know Molly Malouf or or, or uh, Dave Asprey and all of those people. Uh, really like our our uh, sunscreen because it doesn't only protect you from UV; it also protects you from blue light, from pollution, and from and helps the skin deal with the damages of EMF, which is uh, electrical magnetical frequencies that we're all exposed to that also damage our skin. So that's number one prevention. Number two, how can we lower the functional age of the skin? First and foremost, we can serve the skin the molecule that it lacks as it grows older, that kind of is the culprit of everything that we think of as aging, which is NAD.
0: I knew you NAD. were going to say that. Okay. Of
1: course, yeah. <laughs> NAD is basically the fuel, not only for energy creation, but also over 600 <laughs> repair processes for DNA integrity. So for many things that, are, that we think of as correct function or youthful function as we grow older nad halves by the time we get to 60 and that is and we can think of aging as the accumulation of unrepaired damage mm-hmm. so nad is essential for damage for for damage repair and every mm-hmm. time there's not enough nad we accumulate that damage and eventually that leads to aging so, and even death I and mean, disease death
0: and just for our listeners we talk a lot about mitochondrial health and mitochondrial function and nad is just absolutely um, necessary for that just so that they mm-hmm. can yeah, kind of understand more of what you're, you're saying. Yeah.
1: Um, and I would say this, uh, that's something that normally drives in the point. If I took NAD magically from your body, you're going to be dead in 30 seconds. Okay. So I think that's, that's a good contrast to, to paint. So unfortunately, if, if I try to give NAD to my body, to my skin, the body doesn't really understand what to do with it because it only exists inside our cell uh, or it's only utilized inside ourselves what the body is used to is recycling its own NAD and using different types of vitamin B3 as building blocks for NAD so normally what we want to do is give the body different types of vitamin B3 there are ones that work better better and worse normally what people know especially from skincare is niacinamide or non-flush niacin uh, I would just this is a whole this can be a whole podcast but let's just say it's the least effective form And it can be detrimental. So, normally, what we want to give the skin is uh, like really high performing building blocks for NAD. They are called NR, NMN, MN, tryptophan, NA. All of those are normally the ones that we want to look for. And and guess what? We have all of them in our product. So, this is the first and foremost we have to raise NAD levels and we have to signal DNA repair. That's how we can have the skin behave like a younger skin. We signal DNA repair mainly through patented for form of resveratrol. We do it through a uh, patented form of resveratrol, which which is you can think of if if NAD is the the fuel for repair, especially DNA repair, resveratrol is like the gas pedal for that repair, for DNA repair. Okay, so normally resveratrol is not very bioavailable in the skin. We have a process that makes it 50 times more bioavailable. So this is really, and, and by supporting with with CoQ10, PQQ, things like that, different peptides, we can have the skin behave like younger skin. No, we, we have them in two products, which are kind of our base products that we believe everyone in the world should use, which is Care, our moisturizer. Yeah, go into
0: those. Yeah, go for it.
1: Care, the moisturizer.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And Eye Care, which is for, for the skin around the eyes, a little tip. You can also use it around the lips. That is the two products that I'd recommend the most.
0: Which I've been want... doing since you told me. Can you can you see yeah. Do I, This is better no
1: <laughs> <laughs> But so if for the we listeners,
0: wanna... those have the N. Do you call that the NR Noble that pattern NR Noble. We
1: actually are changing. We we trademarked it a little differently sure. because people now don't really know what NR is since David Sinclair, the kind of Harvard longevity expert, has really hammered in the other building block that's called NMN which we also have in that, in those products. So now the trademark is called NAD Noble. So we're going to phase out NR Noble, but People it's People are the more same familiar thing.
0: with, yeah, sure, sure. Yeah. That's in the care boosting moisturizer and in the eye care and the eye mm-hmm. cream. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Yeah. These uh, building blocks are special because they're nano-sized and they're liposomal. So there is like a protective layer on them. So they, you can get them the, the freshest and the most active when they do absorb into your skin. Um, if we wanted to have the skin specifically behave like a younger skin, we also need to eliminate those senescent cells, right? And that we do through Pro Care Serum. So remember, care and eye care are really that fuel for repair. And our serums would be the signals, the different signals for repair that we can have. So Pro Care. Is a signal for overall anti-aging. It will treat wrinkles, sunspots, rosacea, it will balance your oils, things like that. But it's a more general anti-aging signal. Uh, it reactivates 14 different genes that are involved that, that lower with with again with lack of NAD, such as collagen genes, elastin genes, hyaluronic acid genes, things like that. But this is really an overall longevity system, right? We have Procare Serum. We have care, and we have eye care. What we could also do, we can also eliminate things that gobble up NAD as we grow older. One of them is called the CD38. This is really nerdy. Most people are never going to talk about CD38. But CD38 is is this enzyme that basically destroys NAD. It's like a Pac-Man for NAD as we grow older. And we have a lot of those pac men as we, as we, or is it pack women? I don't know. It uh, <laughs> changed the game. But anyway, um, as we grow older, we have more and more of that. Then that depletes NAD as well. And a, a very cool little active that's called apigenin. That's what makes you sleepy in chamomile and chamomile. Mm-hmm. That's what eliminates CD38. So we have it in our adaptogenic cleanser.
0: Cleanser. Yep.
1: Yeah. And one of the things that I say about this cleanser is because it has those active ingredients, again, peptides, which peptides, you can think of them as like little keys to different, they unlock different mechanisms, mm-hmm. right? So I leave it on the skin for like two minutes, probably 10 seconds are enough, but I shave with it as well. I make sure that I do other things and that's on my skin to really eliminate that CD38 and activate some some pathways.
0: You shave with a cleanser? Is that what you just said? Yeah,
1: yeah, um, I I do. Uh, A few things that you can do with this cleanser, which are pretty cool. First of all, is using it as a shaving lubricant. But a lot of people, if they want to do like facial cupping or gua sha, a lot of people don't like the oils that they need to use with it. Some people don't like the smell of those oils. Some people are, are oily skin to begin with. They don't want to add oils that can accumulate. So you could do that with the adaptogenic cleanser as well. Use it as the lubricant for gua sha or uh, facial cupping or, or things like that. And again, so what we did now is we looked at kind of how do we start our skincare routine? We start with a cleanser, obviously, and we kind of looked at the end of the routine, which is we moisturize our, our skin, right? There are a few things that we can do after that, but this is really the two endpoints. What do we do in the middle? So in the middle is where the signals for, that's how we kind of um customize our routine that's how the routine can be customized to each and every person individually and let's say someone has sensitive skin and they want anti-aging sensitive skin normally means impaired skin barrier what we call leaky skin skin that allows different things that shouldn't actually be absorbed into the skin to absorb into the skin it is more sensitive because of it it is more inflamed so we actually have a serum that repairs leaky skin or impaired skin barrier that's called BioBarrier. It also has antioxidants and amazing as a an anti-aging serum, but it will be the best for people who have rosacea, who have sensitive skin and uh we can use different actives after that, but this would be the most important one for that.
0: I was just thinking being here in Iowa in a, in a couple months here we're going to have something called rag rye where many individuals bike for a week across our our entire state we're just a big biking state i guess because there's not a lot else to do in iowa but i was just thinking this would be a great product for those individuals too as far as i've heard you say before this is great for just either cold weather or just being outside being in the sun it's great post laser or microneedling or any other treatment because it is kind of that that shield so am i saying that right that those individuals would need a a stronger skin barrier they're going to be outside for a week and definitely
1: First of all, you you touched on a good point. When we do any aesthetic procedure, even if we do microneedling at home, what we did do right now is disrupt the skin barrier and we increased inflammation because the environment inflames our skin. Dust does. um, Again, different um, wavelengths do. The sun, uh, pollution, all of those things inflame our skin. So that signal for repair that we created through, let's say, microneedling or a peel or whatever that is really. It is also inflammation. So that there is a lot of background noise as far as the type of repair that we're asking the skin to do. So to eliminate that background noise, what we can do is we can use the biobarrier, make sure that the that we isolate the noise, that only the noise that only the signal that we are that we want the skin to, 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 to signal is being signaled. So that's very important for anyone who's done any aesthetic procedure anything like that to make sure the results are the best that they can have. And also anyone who is exposed to the elements. You mentioned um you mentioned wind the wind and sun
0: and cold. And, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, that's... It's not true. There there are many things to do in IOI. I heard you build uh you build uh baseball stadiums. I'm kidding. It's uh, the only movie I know. Uh, Field of yes, Dreams. Field
0: of Dreams, yes. I wanted to share my excitement today over our newest product that should assist with weight loss. It's called metabolism support. It works by increasing GLP one and reducing ghrelin, which I'll explain here in a minute. GLP one may sound familiar to you because over the past year, our clinic has had excellent success using GLP one agonist injections like semaglutide for weight loss. As a reminder, GLP one agonists delay the release of food from the stomach, making you feel fuller longer. So you eat less and lose weight. However, today, for those of you who have never taken a GLP-1 agonist or who don't want the injection or cost of the injection, I have another solution. We just launched Metabolism Support. It contains a patented blend of lemon, verbena, and hibiscus called Metabolate and green coffee bean extract. I want to explain to you here how this works and the balance of two hormones in your body. Your adipose cells, aka fat cells, secrete leptin, which is your satiation hormone that tells your body you're full. Leptin and ghrelin have somewhat of an inverse relationship. Ghrelin is your hunger hormone. Makes you want to eat. Think ghrelin, growling for more food. Your body doesn't always want you to lose weight and can fight against you, and I'll explain why. As you lose weight, you have less leptin and GLP-1 telling you that you're full and more ghrelin, that growling hormone that makes you feel hungry. So as you lose weight, many people actually get more hungry, and we need to stop that. And there's a solution. We now can take a supplement that increases GLP-1 and reduces ghrelin to help keep us full and eat less. The green coffee extract also has shown to help reduce body weight and improve metabolism. Trials have shown individuals on this product can lose 6% of their total body fat in 8 weeks' time. And if you're losing weight, blood pressure, and cholesterol, all are going down, really reducing cardiovascular risk factors. Of note, this product is 100% caffeine-free. I don't understand how, but it is. This is also excellent when used in combination with berberine, fish oil, and bergamot, all of which also can reduce cardiovascular risk. I also have to emphasize that you will have much better success with any of the GLP-1 boosters when you combine them with lifestyle changes. I also always say there's no pill, potion, or powder that will replace lifestyle changes. You will get better longer lasting results when you eat clean exercise and reduce stress in combination with taking the supplement you can take this when on semaglutide if transitioning off of it or of course if also not taking it this metabolism support supplement should be taken 30 minutes before your largest meal of the day for best results And also remember, you will be better able to lose weight when you're hydrated. So start your day with large water with electrolytes and start every meal with protein. Use code weight loss for 10% off metabolism support at your longevityblueprint.com. And know that we now have an in body machine at the integrative health and hormone clinic. So if you want to see your body fat percentage before starting a supplement or even a GLP one agonist injection, we can provide you with this information to track your progress. Let's stay on this product. I know we're kind of going back and forth, but actually let's stay on this product because there are a lot of other benefits of this specific product. Mm-hmm. Um, you did say it could treat rosacea, but I also like that you, this just stood out to me through our training that this product you said contains, I'm not going to pronounce this right, but the like lipochromin.
1: Lipochromin 6, yeah.
0: Which is 20 times stronger than vitamin C because I think everyone yeah. thinks I need to have a vitamin C serum as a standard in my skincare regimen, whatnot. And I so I was just shocked to hear there was something that was stronger than that.
1: Yeah, but I think, you know, this is a great point. Vitamin C, most people think they or most people use it in their uh, skincare regimen, not because it's antioxidant abilities. Is an antioxidant, it's quite tricky. It's very unstable. It is um, the, the, the conventional types of vitamin C, I would argue, are really, really, really bad for you or toxic. Ascorbic acid, for example, I would argue is, n- n- no one should ever uh, take it in my, in my opinion. From what I know, but normally what people are using it for in their skincare regimen is for its sensitizing ability, for its renewal ability, because it's it's basically acidic. So we're gonna we're gonna separate those two. It's not a great antioxidant. Ubiquinone, adenine are, are better. Uh, CoQ10, for example, are better antioxidants. lipochrome six is one of the antioxidants uh, that are the strongest in its antioxidant ability, but it's not sensitizing. So it's not going to make your skin more sensitive for that matter. What is amazing about that antioxidant is that natural antioxidant, you can think of like vitamin C, only eliminate oxida- oxygen-free radicals, which are natural to our environment. That's what we create, for example, when we create energy. Everything in our world really is, is based on that on that relationship with oxygen. But because we burn fuel, because we have a lot of you know, different chemicals roaming the, the, the air around us, there are free radicals that are not oxygen-based. And these are the ones that really drive skin aging because our body has no ability on its own to deal with them. Free radicals that are based on, on nitrogen and especially carbon. So what is amazing about lipochromin is not, not only its strength but it's broad spectrum. It also eliminates free radicals that are based on nitrogen and carbon. So it's way more than just saying it's strong. It's strong and broad.
0: Okay. I swear Dr. Mercola just had something on his social media this week about linoleic acid and your chance of sunburning. And I don't know if you're aware of this, but I'm just seeing, which I didn't notice before, the next ingredient in this product is linolenic acid. So yeah. I, and so, I don't know. I guess here it's saying that it's you know great to soften the skin, whatnot. But I'm wondering if that even improving our. I know he's saying and he's talking about ingesting it, but I'm wondering if you have it in this product to also serve as a barrier or protect the skin from the effects of sunburning. I don't know. Maybe I'm making that up, but
1: you definitely have because you never heard it before. But it, you are right. Um, but you can think of this, what we try to do in this product, again, you can think of every product of ours in two different ways. You can think of it as a product that mimics a process in the body and improves it. And you can think of it as, okay, we're taking a specific product such as a serum. Okay. How do we make it the best there is? So these are two, two sides to to the same coin. But as far as like taking a, a, a process in the body and really pushing it to its limit, in this product is that skin barrier production. So what creates our skin barrier? Our skin or more different cell types in our skin and processes. So as we grow older, these don't function correctly as well. And our skin is supposed to make up its own vitamin F, linoleic acid, and vitamin E. Unfortunately, most of the sources of vitamin F in our diet are rancid. Uh, that's why people tell you don't eat uh, seed oil, for example, don't ingest seed oil. They are highly oxidized, so you are building your skin barrier with really bad uh, ingredients. Really bad—you you source your ingredient very poorly, if you would. What we are trying to do is is to here is to really make sure we create the optimal skin barrier a person could create but then also supercharging it with that amazing antioxidant that deals with things that your skin never had to deal with before when when we evolved, when we lived in caves, etc.
0: Sure. So this is the ultimate skin barrier. So this is the bio barrier serum.
1: By the way, a lot of the times when you hear people talk about exposing your skin early on in the day to the sun... In order to have better response later on to stronger sun, Mm -hmm. your body. From a circadian
0: rhythm standpoint, you mean to get out? Not only,
1: not only. So, um, Dr. Jack Cruz is like a Mm -hmm. very, you know, kind of built his popularity from interactions with the sun. Whether you agree with him or not, what is ringing true from what he's saying is that if we expose our skin to light that has a lot of red and near infrared, we're going to express. More of those natural vitamins, antioxidants in our skin barrier, so we do improve our how we deal with with sun exposure.
0: Okay, all right, that was so helpful to me. I'll admit, skincare has never been my strength, although I've always known how important it was. I'm so thrilled with the products he has created to truly repair our skin and delay aging. Remember to use the code listed in the show notes, which should apply the 10% off. And if it doesn't, use code Dr. Gray, that's capital D-R-G-R-A-Y. And for those of you who are local, we do have most products at the Integrative Health and Hormone Clinic, and we'll, too, honor 10% off your first in-store purchase if you reference this podcast. Now, if you're very sensitive and nervous to try new products, we do have some samples of the products for you to try. Be sure to check out my book, Your Longevity Blueprint. And if you aren't much of a reader, you're in luck. You can now take my course online where I walk you through each chapter in the book. Plus, for a limited time, the course is 50% off. Check this offer out at yourlongevityblueprint.com and click the course tab. One of the biggest things you can do to support the show and help us reach more listeners is to subscribe to the show. Leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. I do read all the reviews and would truly love to hear your suggestions for show topics, guests, and for how you're applying what you've learned on the show to create your own longevity blueprint. This podcast is produced by Team Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. And remember, wellness is waiting.